The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. There's No Waiting, episode number 709, Mayberry Cruise Trivia 2022. Two Chairs No Waiting is brought to you by Weaver's Department Store. Drop by over at Weaver's and check out some of the great items they got there. They got a 1964 Andy Griffith Show squad car. You need to go check that out. It's a, it's a die-cast metal body. It's 143rd scale. It's about five and a half inches by two and a half inches. Really cool. They're also getting ready for winter time for it to get cold. Mayberry USA Zip Up Fleece Red Jackets. Go check those out. And don't forget your Mayberry calendars. Two different kinds to choose from. Head over to weaversdepartmentstore.com to get your very own. Two Chairs No Waiting is also brought to you by donations from listeners just like you. The executive producer of episode number 709 is Brian Rose. So, Brian, thank you. He's been our executive producer the last couple of weeks. And I just wanted to thank him again. Thank you as well for being here with me. And uh, this week we will be doing the Mayberry Cruise Trivia. I know you're going to enjoy it. Now, I actually recorded this while I was on the high seas. Well, okay, we were docked somewhere, but we were still out in the ocean. I was on a ship. So this is in our room, and we have a special guest. Miss Jan Newsom will be appearing in the background. If you're listening to the audio, you'll hear her. If you're watching the video, you will see Miss Newsom herself, Miss Weaver, uh, visiting with us. Because all of Weaver's, uh, if you went to Weaver's this past week, you were seeing the uh, information that we were out of town. We, the entire shipping department went on the Mayberry cruise. <laughs> so it was the entire shipping department, which is basically Jan. And sometimes me, but usually Jan. So that's uh, we went on the Mayberry cruise, and definitely want to encourage you guys to be going with us next year in 2023. It's the weekend or the week of October 28th through November the second, and we'll be heading to the Caribbean or going out of uh, uh, Charleston, South Carolina. So be looking for that. I'll be sharing more information about that as we go. But let's just go ahead and do trivia. So get your pencil and paper ready. Uh, this is fairly long. It's about 29 minutes of uh, trivia. And then we'll hear from Spirit Walker after that. Uh, okay. So you guys are ready. This is throwing it to Alan in the ship back down in the Caribbean. So past me, take it over. Uh, <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey, we're coming through you live right here on the Mayberry Cruise 2022. Uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to go ahead and film it while we're still during uh, the cruise. So we have been to a couple of ports already, and we had the Mayberry Cruise Trivia for 2022. Now, some of these questions were sent in by Lori, so I want to thank Lori for sending them in for the podcast, actually. And I stole them and used them for the cruise because it made it easier for me. So get ready. Get your number two pencil out. <clears throat> get it out and get ready to go because we're going to do the Mayberry Cruise Trivia 
2022. All right. So here we go. Question number one. What child did Opie handcuff to the flagpole? What child did Opie handcuff to a flagpole? Hmm, these are not too easy. They were pretty hard. They're uh, children of Mayberry trivia. So what child did Opie handcuff to a flagpole? The answer is Ralph Baker. Ralph Baker is who he handcuffed to the, to the pole. Okay, question number two. What was the name of the little boy running away to Texas? What was the name of the little boy running away to Texas? And Tex is not the right answer. It's not Tex. So we want his real, well, we want the character's real name. What was the name of the little boy running away to Texas? Would you recognize him on a porch by any chance? His name, pause if you don't want to know, George Foley. George Foley was Tex. George Foley, that's what we were looking for, George Foley. Number three, name the bully who took Opie's milk money. <laughs> name the bully who took Opie's milk money. I will tell you, the folks on the cruise had a hard time with a lot of these. They kind of knew them, but couldn't get them right. Name the bully who took Opie's milk money. The answer is Sheldon. Sheldon was his name. All right, number four. And by, guys, there's a lot of questions, by the way. I think we've got 25 questions total. Then we had uh, some uh, bonus questions. So I'm going to start reading these a little quicker. Uh, number four, what kid pretended to be Opie and practiced the piano for Opie, for him? What kid pretended to be Opie and practiced the piano for him, for Opie. Okay, these are color. That's a color episode. You got to know them. What kid pretended to be Opie and practiced the piano? Okay, that was Arnold. Arnold Bailey, to be specific. If you said Arnold, I'll give you that. Okay, so good job. All right, Arnold Bailey is what we were looking for, though. <clears throat> All right, number five, along with Opie, what kid tricks Goober with a walkie-talkie? There's Miss Weaver in the back back right there. See, there's Jan. She's here. She's here, and this is our room on the cruise. So if you're watching the video, you're seeing this stuff. If you're not, that's her. Say something so they'll say hi to you. Hello. There you go. There's the people for audio. All right. What uh, along with Opie? What kid tricked Goober with a walkie-talkie? And believe in his dog and talk. Remember that one. The answer is Tommy. Tommy was his name. Tommy. All right, that's color episode. We got another color episode question. Come on, guys, you got to watch your color episodes. Number six. What was the name of Helen Crump's niece? <clears throat> what was the name of Helen Crump's niece? <clears throat> it was. It was interference. Is what it was. It was interference. What's the name of Helen Crump's niece? Cynthia. Cynthia is her name. Number seven. In One Punch Opie. What was the name of the new kid who was a bully? In One Punch Opie. What was the name of the new kid 
who was a bully. Okay. One punch Opie. Dopey Opie. Who was that kid? The answer is number seven. Steve Quincy. Steve Quincy. That's your answer. All right. How you doing? I will tell you that <clears throat> the winner out of 25 questions got 14. Correct. Okay. All right. So number eight. Number eight. Who broke a date with Opie to go to the dance with Fred Simpson? Who broke a date with Opie to go to a dance with Fred Simpson? Mm, color episode. <laughs> a lot of color episodes here. All right. Who broke a date? This is number eight. Who broke a date with Opie to go to the dance with Fred Simpson? The answer is Mary Alice Carter. Mary Alice Carter. Number nine. This is black and white episode, so come on. How are you doing, by the way? You're doing okay? Hope you're doing well. All right, number eight. In the beauty contest, what little girl did Opie say was the prettiest girl in town? In the beauty contest, what little girl did Opie say was the prettiest girl in town? Uh, Floyd even saying, hail to the Miss Mayberry tour there in the barbershop. What was her name? What was the little girl's name who Opie said was the prettiest girl in town? The answer is Mary Wiggins. Mary Wiggins. That's who it was. Number 10. Who told Opie that putting horsehair in stagnation water would turn it into a snake? <laughs> who told Opie that putting a horsehair hair into stagnation water would turn it into a snake. Opie, quit pulling those hairs out of your jacket. Out of your, what does he say, suit or your jacket? You, you want it to get soft? All right, so the answer is, who told Opie that putting horse hair in stagnation water would turn it into a snake? It was Johnny Paul. That's who it was, Johnny Paul. All right, so that's 10. We got 10 questions. How many have you gotten so far? Hope you're doing okay again. We got about 25 questions. A couple of the questions are <clears throat> worth two points. So there's actually 29 possible points. Okay. All right. Number 11. Who was the bike riding spoiled kid from Raleigh? What was his name? Who was the bike riding spoiled kid from Raleigh? What was his name? Hmm. <clears throat> you remember his name? I want my bike. That's what he said. All right. Who was the bike riding spoiled kid from Raleigh? The answer is Arnold Winkler. Arnold Winkler. Oh. Number 12. Who's Who burned down his own barn and tried to blame it on Opie and his friends? Who burned down his own barn and tried to blame it on Opie and his friends. Hmm. Who was it? Who burned down his own barn and tried to blame it on Opie and his friends? The answer? Jubal, Jubal, Jubal. Jubal. Jubal Foster. <clears throat> Jubal Foster. Number 13. What sisters 
did Opie say had a flower making machine <clears throat> in the hothouse? What sisters did Opie say had a flower making machine in the hothouse? <laughs> We're in our room here. I don't know if you can hear people. They're out in the hall or somewhere. All right. What, uh, what sisters did Opie say had a flower making machine in the hothouse? That was the Morrison sisters. Morrison sisters. Okay. Morrison sisters. How, how are you doing there? Okay. Do you get, how, are you getting any of these? Jan told me they were they're too hard. That's what she told me. I said some of them were too hard. I, and some of them, I said, I said some of them, you weren't giving me, they, they were on the tip of my tongue. I wasn't I giving knew, her time to answer. So, yeah, they were, I knew I was supposed to know the answer and I, the, it, the answer was just right there and it wasn't coming to me. Yeah, she knew them. She knew them. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> she knew them just like all of you go, do. Just like you know them. Okay. She knew them. I don't know if I'd have known them. I didn't them. say I knew all of them. I, I don't think I'd have known them. I don't. I didn't know all of them. All right. So, but I did know some of them I knew. I just couldn't. All right. So that's number 11 uh, or number 12. That was Jubal Foster. And then number 13 was the Morrison sisters. All right. Number 14. Who ran the steel in the old Rimshaw house? Who ran the steel in the old Rimshaw house? Remember at the end, Otis and he came out? And, you remember that? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so who ran the steel at the old Rimshaw house? Big Jack Anderson. Big Jack Anderson ran it. Number 15. What moonshiner and his family spent Christmas in jail? This is number 15. What moonshiner and his family Spent time at Christmas in jail. Okay, so we all know it's only one Christmas episode. So there's really only one answer to this, but you might give the wrong one. The answer is Sam Muggins. Sam Muggins was the moonshiner whose family and he all spent, spent jail time in Mayberry at Christmas. Now, Sam Muggins was played by Sam Edwards, who also played Lester Scobie in a different episode of The Andy Griffith Show. So you might have said Lester Scobie, but the answer should be Sam Muggins. Sam Muggins. All right. So that's number 15. Number 16. What moonshiner did Andy ask to turn himself into Barney Fife? Okay, so what moonshiner did Andy ask to turn himself into his deputy? You know him, Barney Fife. You'll know him. He's being his uniform, right? So you'll know him. So what moonshiner did Andy ask to turn himself into his deputy, Barney Fife? Trying to make Barney feel better, he asked one of the moonshiners to turn himself in because Barney had been trying to solve the case. Who was it he's asked to turn in? Rafe Hollister. It was the Rafe Hollister case. He finally busted it. Finally broke the Rafe Hollister case. All right. And number 17, Jack Prince played Rafe Hollister. However, in other episodes, he played different moonshiners. What were their names? There's two of them. 
So you can give either of those answers. So he actually played three different moonshiners on the Andy Griffith Show, Jack Prince did. He played Rafe Hollister, and he played two others. So you get one point for each one you know. So you can give either, either or both of the other names. Jack Prince played Rafe Hollister, however, on another episode, a couple of episodes, he played different moonshiners there in Mayberry. What were their names? Okay, so pause if you don't want to hear the answer, because the answers are, he was Ben Sewell. I thought you was the law. And he was also Luke Rayner. Luke Rayner. That was the other one. Okay. All right. Those are tough, but I bet they're right on the tip of your tongue. You probably could have thought of them. All right. In uh, number 18, in Aunt B the Warden, what family of moonshiners was in jail there in Mayberry? In Aunt B the Warden, what family of moonshiners was in jail? Aunt B the Warden. You couldn't put Ot Opus, Otis, Opus, Opus. That's like Opie and Otis. They wouldn't put Otis in the Mayberry jail because those guys thought Otis had told on him, right? Told on them. So who are they? And Aunt B the Warden, the family of moonshiners in jail was, pause if you don't want to hear it, the Gordon boys. It was the Gordon boys. I have here a wood crafting kit, a leather craft kit, and a Mr. Potato set. <clears throat> I'll take the Mr. Potato set. Okay. All right, number 19. We got 25 questions. Number 19, what moonshiner shot at Inspector Case? What moonshiner shot at Inspector Case? Ooh, it's right on the tip of your tongue. I want to report a birthday cake, a tie. <laughs> what moonshiner shot at Inspector Case? The answer is Luke Rayner. It wasn't Rafe, and it wasn't Ben Sewell. Is Luke Rayner. If he, Luke had been wanting to hit you, he would have, first off, if he would have. Because he shot the hat right off of him. And he shot right beside Andy's hand on the post, too, right? All right, number 20. What two moonshiners did the Morrison sisters turn in? They had that flower-making machine. They were trying to cut back on the competition because they were just selling it for plain old guzzling. So what two moonshiners did the Morrison sisters turn in? What two moonshiners did they turn in? The answer is, or the answer for the two are, Ben Sewell and Rube Sloan. Rube Sloan was the other one. <clears throat> so it was and we'll give you two, we'll give you a point for each one of them you got too. So there's, there's two more points. So by the time we finish the 25 questions, you'll have a chance for 29 points if you're keeping up. All right. Number 21. Who plays music on a moonshine jug? Now this one, <clears throat> you got to get this one right. You got to get it. You got to get this one right. Who plays music on a moonshine jug? Who plays the jug? Who plays the jug? All right. I'm not going to give you a lot of time on this one because I can get banjo sounds, guitar sounds, 
man's entitled to their opinion. Is Briscoe, Briscoe Darling, that <laughs> played a moonshine show. All right, number 22. What's the name of the song known as Good Old 14A? What's the song's name? Good Old 14A, what's its real name? What's its name? Chan's going to look it up on the phone or something. She's wandering away. I am not. I know that one. <laughs> What's the name of it? Tell us. Welcome, Welcome Sweet Springtime. Good job. Good job. She got it. Welcome, Sweet Springtime. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? She told me to go up an alley and follow and holler. Fish. <laughs> All right, number twenty-three. Number twenty-three. You take a woman on a cruise, and what do you get? Heartache. <laughs> Heartache. <they? laughs> All right. What piece does the Mayberry Band play when they audition for Mayor Stoner? What piece, what music, what piece does the Mayberry Band play when they audition for Mayor Stoner? If y'all don't get this, you got two options here, okay? Yeah, two actually, choices. I would give them bonus points for bonus getting Bonus points if you get the <laughs> third one. All right, so what what piece of music does the Mayberry Band play when they audition for Mayor Stoner? You get five bonus points. I'll give you five bonus points if you get the second answer. If you get the second answer. All right, I'm going to have Alan back in the studio. Go ahead and play the music. Hey. Stars and Strikes Forever, or for the extra credit, the five points from Jen for, for the theme to the Two Chairs No Waiting podcast. There you go. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, what song does Gomer sing while changing John Master's flat tire? This is number 24. What song does Gomer sing while changing John Masters' flat tire? Yeah, so if you got Stars and Stripes Forever on that last question, you get one point. And evidently, you get five points if you said the theme to Two Chairs No Waiting. Uh, we can't give you both. That'd be that'd be six points. That's Oh, yeah, come on. If you got both of them, Jan says yeah, you get all you six. Get all six. So my goodness, that gives us up 29. Yeah. 20, that's 35 points yeah. available. Yeah. 35 points. Yeah. All right. So in this nice. one again, <laughs> she's nice. She's real nice. It's nice. You today, know Thelma anyway. Lou. You know today. Thelma Lou, don't you? She that's her cousin. She's I'm, really I'm nice. nice today anyway. <laughs> you caught me on a good day. What what song does Gomer sing while John Masters uh, while he's changing John Masters tire? What song does he sing? All right, the answer is Santa Lucia, Santa Lucia, Santa Lucia. Said a little bit better than that. Well, a lot better. All right, number 25 is our last question. There were other questions we did read because there was a tie for third place. Uh, so I may read those to you just so you can play them. Okay, but here's 25. Here's number 25. The last question in the Mayberry Cruise 2022 trivia. Okay, uh, here we go. What song does Rafe Hollister sing as an encore at the Ladies League Musicale? Okay. Listen to the question well. What song does Rafe Hollister sing as an encore at the Ladies 
League Musicale. Not the original song he sang, but the encore. Mr. Mr. Hollister, will you favor us with another? That song, okay? What was that song? What song does Rafe Hollister sing as an encore at the Ladies League Musicale? The answer is riding on that new river train. Riding on that new river train, same old train that brought me here. So it's New River Train. Now, look down that lonesome road. Look down, look down. That lonesome road is not correct. That was the song that he sang first. That was the audition song he did for them. And uh, then when he was asked to sing another song, he sang New River Train with Andy. Yonk too? All right. All right, so that's 25. So now it's 25. You get 35 points possible. So count up your points, and you can send me a note or something. Let me know how many you got. So in the uh, actual trivia contest here on the ship, we're on the Carnival Horizon, and today we're in Grand Cayman. We're at the Grand Cayman and the Cayman Islands. Very, very nice. It's 82 degrees for the high and 81 for the low. <laughs> so it's basically 82 degrees today. Uh, but it's uh, it's been very nice. Cruise has been very fine. Encourage you to be able to try to come with us next year for the Mayberry Cruise, where you can just hang out and have a lot of fun with everyone. We've had a great time. All right, so let me give you these. There was, the winner had 14. The second place had 13. And third place, we had a tie that all had 12, I believe. Is that right, 12 uh, yes. or 11? Because Wayne had 12. Wayne, yeah. Wayne Euless, uh, Sharon's husband that puts together the cruise, he had 12, so, but he disqualified himself. So I believe 11 was what our third place winners had. So we had three people tied for third. So they all got third place, but we only had one plaque. So we had to have a playoff. And so these are the questions we read. And here's the first one. What is the first song we ever hear Andy T Taylor sing on the Andy Kirby Show? What was the first song we ever heard Andy Taylor sing? Nobody got this one, by the way. And it was in the first episode of the Andy Kirby Show. The answer is the Crawdad song. The Crawdad song. That was at the end of the episode, episode one. So they didn't get that. They did get this one. This was one of the three got it. And so they won third place or got the, they got the plaque. I got my plaque. I want my plaque. So here was the question. What song do Opie and Andy sing as a duet to the Darling family? And the, and the third place winner was Kenneth Sullivan. So Kenneth Sullivan's son, Jamie, was Opie as a tribute artist for years or a long time? Well, he was a young boy, and Kenneth and and Jamie sang this song because of Andy and Opie singing it. They actually Kenneth played the guitar and they sang it. The song is "Old Dan Tucker." Get out the way, old Dan Tucker. It's too late. Get that song, and of course he knew the answer because he and his son had performed it at Mayberry Days in front of Earl Hagen, <laughs> who had been the musical uh, director 
in charge of all the music for the Andy Griffith show. And right before he went on stage, uh, I had leaned over to Kenneth and said, Hey, uh, you know, Earl Hagen's in the audience. It, you know, was in charge of all the music on the Andy Griffith show. No pressure. <laughs> he reminded me of that after he got the answer right. He said, that helped me remember it. <laughs> uh, first place was David. I hope I'm saying this right. So the first place was, yeah, it was David. Uh, Mo, Mo, Mowbray. Mowbray, yeah. yeah. David Mowbray was first place winner. And Mike McClendon. And Mike McClendon was our second place winner. Uh, and third place went to Kenneth Sullivan. Yeah. And we had the honorable mention of our other two third place winners that I don't remember who they were. I don't remember. Who they were. So we're gonna have to find that out. Sorry to the other two third place winners. I didn't get pictures. Of Please them. email me uh, with your complaints so I'll remember your name. Yeah, I didn't get pictures. Of them. <laughs> I can't remember who they were. Yeah, I didn't get pictures. But it was a lot of fun. Everybody oh. had a good time. So. Well, no. So uh, we'll find out later. All right. So here's the other questions I read just for fun. What was what song? Does the Ladies' Aid Church Committee sing after getting gassed on Colonel Harvey's Indian elixir? What song does the Ladies' Aid Church Committee sing after getting gassed on Colonel Harvey's Indian elixir? The answer is Chinatown. Chinatown. Uh, the next one was, what song is played when Ernest T. Basque asks Romana, may I have this dance? May I have this dance? What song was playing when Ernest T. asked Romina, may I have this dance? The answer is... It didn't take. <laughs> it was Carolina in the morning. Carolina in the morning. All right. To what song are Barney and Thelma Lou dancing when he loudly tells her, you're the only girl I love. What song is that? When they're dancing and she can't hear him, what? He said, what song was playing when he loudly goes, you're the only girl I love. And the music stopped, remember, right then? Okay, so if you don't know, the answer is when the saints go marching in. That's the name. All right. Uh, two more questions. You might know this one. You probably won't know the second one. As a podcast listener, you might. What song does Briscoe Darling sing when he serenades Aunt B outside her window? What song does Briscoe Darling sing when he serenades Aunt B outside her window? This answer? Low and lonely, sad and blue, thinking only of little you. Low and lonely. All right. And the last question we've got for you, what song causes escaped convict Naomi to lose her composure and smash a vase on Floyd's head? <laughs> it's near and dear to my heart. That one. What song causes escaped convict Naomi to lose her composure and smash a vase on Floyd's head? Now, this is not ever said on the episode, so you may not know, but we have talked about it here on the podcast. The name of it is Poor Butterfly. Poor Butterfly. So, folks, those are the trivia questions that were either sent in or I gathered in other locations uh, to hear on the podcast. And I want to thank Lori for sending in the questions. The 1 through 11 were definitely from her, 
and uh, all the other questions. I have no idea where I got them, but thank you to anybody who may have sent those to me as well. And thank you. I hope you had a good time. We're here on the cruise. We've got another few days left. I'll be back, obviously, in time to do the podcast uh, this coming week, uh, which we're actually going to be recording it on Halloween. So I wanted to record this early because I got a feeling my doorbell's going to be ringing a lot when I'm usually recording the podcast. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have some trick-or-treaters. So folks, have a great week. I'm going to hand this back over to Alan and let him finish up. So Alan, you can take it away. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Alan. I'm glad you made it back from the cruise uh, safely. So it's good to have you back in in country. Man, that guy's a good looking fella. All right. So let's see. Uh, we're heading now to go here from uh, Spirit Walker with his returning to Mayberry report. So let's take it away, Spirit Walker. Won't you turn on the Andy Griffith Show? Forget all your cares and woes. Sit back, relax, and laugh with friendly folks you know. Take up your fishing pole. Welcome to Returning to Mayberry with special correspondent Spirit Walker from the Andy Griffith Show Esquire Club. Thanks, Randy. Hello, Mayberry Spirit Watchers. Welcome to my undisclosed location somewhere deep within the bowels of the Andy Griffith Show Research Laboratories and Pumpkin Patch, where me and the boys at the lab are working on a brand new challenge. The other day, I received this message from Paul Mulek. He said, try this. Connect the Andy Griffith Show with It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. What a great link idea for this time of year. So, challenge accepted. But I have to admit that the moment that I read this text, one phrase popped in my head. Don't cry, Corliss. This is Corliss, the little girl whose mother was, quote, serving a stretch in prison, unquote, after being arrested by Warren Ferguson for playing bingo at the Ladies' Auxiliary Bazaar. But this little lady would go on to do other things. Pamela Ferdin would appear in more than 70 TV shows and movies, including A Little Girl at an Ice Cream Stand in Bewitched, an orphan named Abigail on Branded, Roseanne on My Three Sons, a girl on the beach in The Monkees, a little girl in The Reluctant Astronaut, Molly on Green Acres, Mary on Star Trek, Annis Jarvis on Gunsmoke, two different characters on The Flying Nun, Lucy Winters on The Brady Bunch, four different characters on Family Affair, and Felix Unger's daughter on The Odd Couple. She was a busy little girl, and if that wasn't enough, she did voice work, the most memorable of which was the voice of Lucy Van Pelt. In 1969, she voiced the football-stealing friend of Charlie Brown in the TV short, It Was a Short Summer, Charlie Brown, and then later in a movie, A Boy Named Charlie Brown. The child actor who did the voice of Charlie Brown was Peter Robbins. Robbins and Ferdin also played brother and sister, Alexander and Cookie Bumstead, in the remake of the TV series Blondie. Robbins was not only the voice of Charlie Brown, but he was also the voice of Linus's scream. Ah! 
scream was then recorded and reused again and again in every episode. Robbins did the voice of Charlie Brown in seven shorts and movies, including It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Now, to return to Mayberry. Though Robbins did Linus's scream, the voice of Linus Van Pelt was done by Christopher Shea. Besides his voiceover work, Shea appeared in other shows and movies, including That Girl with Marlo Thomas, Danny Thomas's daughter, Bonanza, two episodes of Green Acres, where he worked with Tags alums Frank Cady and Hank Patterson. He also did The Odd Couple and The Boy Who Stole the Elephant with Tags alums Parley Bear, Robert Emhart, Dabs Greer, Betty Lynn, and Hal Smith. But I saved the best for last. Shea appeared as a Boy Scout in The Love God with James Westerfield, Maggie Peterson, Willis Boucher, and the man himself, The Love God, Don Knotts. So there you have it. I stopped at 13 Connections because I thought that would be the perfect number for this time of year. And if you have a link idea that you'd like to send me, drop me an email at tagsrl 55 at gmail.com, or you can reach me on my Facebook group, The Andy Griffith Show Esquire Club. That's facebook.com slash groups slash T-A-G-S Esquire Club. I'd be glad to hear from you. Until next time, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. And keep spreading that Mayberry spirit. I thank you. It's so all right, so we want to thank Spirit Walker for that great report. He amazes me how he te- uh, connects all these things together. So thank you, Spirit Walker. And uh, it's always fun to see uh, how you're going to connect everything back together. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Folks, I hope you have enjoyed tonight's episode uh, or today's, whenever you happen to be listening to this. I hope you have enjoyed yourself. I hope you were able to try to answer some of the trivia questions and get them at least close. Uh, I hope you had fun there. It's a, it's always fun to me to do the trivia. That's uh, Those are always hard. So, folks, uh, I would love to hear from you. You can give me a call at 888-684-8415, or you can email me at floyd at imayberry.com. Let me know what you thought. How did you do? How many questions did you get right? I think I said there was, what, 30 points? 30-something? 30, 30, I don't remember. 30 points. And the winner on the cruise didn't have the opportunity for the five-point bonus. Uh, minus that, uh, they would have uh, had 25 points, I think, available or whatever it was. 29 total. 29. 29 total. So anyway, you guys, I uh, hope you did well and had fun. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, you know, keep that Mayberry spirit going and go out there and spread some love. And we'll see you next time here on Two Chairs. Good night, everybody.